this morning I would like to title my sermon as Miracles Sign for Unbelievers. Miracles Sign for Unbelievers. We're going to focus our study in Mark chapter 4 verses 35 to 41. We will get to those scriptures in a moment. So I want to take you through a time of introduction into what we are going to talk this morning. When Jesus was walking on the face of this earth during three and a half years, there are more than 35 miracles that are described in the Gospels that were performed by our Lord Jesus Christ. The list includes healing the paralyzed, stilling the storm, feeding 5,000, opening the blind eyes, walking on water, turning water into wine, exorcising the demon uh, from the demon possessed, and there are many more, you know, we can just go on and on and list them. There are more than 35 miracles that are recorded in the four Gospels. All these miracles performed by Jesus were supernatural miracles. Such miracles never took place in the human history with such a great intensity and with a, such a great density within a period of three and a half years. Never. Never the history could witness that kind of miracle. Such a deep and such a wide varieties of miracles happening within three and a half years. Because gospel says in John chapter 20 verse 30, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples which are not written in this book. You know, we know very couple of miracles, supernatural miracles that Jesus feeding 5,000, Jesus walking on the waters. We know, you know very few miracles. Jesus would have done many such miracles during the three and a half years which this book obviously cannot contain. So there is no doubt that Jesus healed all kind of sicknesses. Luke chapter 4 verse 40 says, when the sun was setting, listen to each word carefully, when the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hand on every one of them and healed them. All kind of sicknesses, various diseases were brought into the presence of God and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed. None of them went back without receiving the healing from our Lord God. Each miracle that Jesus performed was not just having a physical significance. They had so much to do with the spiritual growth of the lives those are those who are involved they were also closely linked to the purpose of God at that time a timing of God of you know such as the uh, the miracle that took place at the wedding in Cana and there are many other factors they were involved in each one of these miracles we are going to talk about that in a moment there is a difference between God answering our prayers and the supernatural miracles that Jesus performed on those days. You know, today we pray for our sickness and God heals. We pray for our loved ones, God heals. Not every time. 
There are times, you know, we pray for our loved ones. They die. They are not getting healed at all. They have been, you know, you have been praying for many of your sicknesses in your body. They are not healed yet. And at times we know that God answers to prayer, suddenly. But he answers in three ways, right? We, we know that he says yes, or he says no, or he says wait. But God answers prayer. There are many prayer requests. We have been praying for lifelong, but they are not answered yet. In the healing crusade, when they pray for people, God heals a percentage of the people who have come to the healing crusades. Not everyone gets healed. I'm not trying to discourage your faith this morning, but I'm trying to help you understand the way God works today. That doesn't mean that we should not pray for miracles. We still need to pray for God to heal. We still need to pray for God to perform miracles. You know, this situation is different from Jesus healing the sick and performing miracles. When Jesus was healing, people with sickness were brought and Jesus healed them all. Jesus healed them all all no matter what condition it may be diabetes it may be heart condition it may be cholesterol it may be spine related issue people were brought into the presence of jesus and they were all healed you know we are talking about miracles sign for unbelievers you know i usually say this if god heals all the sicknesses all time nobody is going to die on, from the face of this earth we're all still going to live on the face of this earth and pollute the earth planet and really corrupt the planet earth thank God God brings sicknesses to our lives when our life is supposed to end that's how God works the uniqueness of Christ is not just performing miracles I want you to listen to me very carefully the uniqueness of Christ, not it, not it. The uniqueness of Christ is not just performing miracles. Our Hindu friends believe their gods and their goddesses can perform miracles. Our Muslim friends believe that Prophet Muhammad performed miracles and he still performs miracles. There are so many Miracles Muhammad, Prophet Muhammad performed. They are all there on the list. A couple of them are mentioned in Quran. Any religion for that matter witnesses supernatural miracles. We cannot deny that. We cannot deny that. People follow religion because there is something supernatural, otherwise they don't follow. Think about people, you know, following Hinduism or Muslim or any religion for that matter, there is something supernatural. Otherwise, they don't follow. Even those who follow out of living, yoga and meditation, believe that once they attain certain energy level, miracles could just happen. The devotees of out of living believe that around the master, referring to their guru, Ravi Shankar, the miracles of healing simply happens. Healing of body, healing of heart, healing of mind and soul and there are testimonies if you find out 
So miracles are happening everywhere. We can never deny that. Remember, when Moses performed miracles in front of Pharaoh, the Egyptian magicians could perform the same level of miracles in front of Pharaoh. But we know that eventually you know, God demonstrated that he is greater than everyone. But miracles are everywhere. So we cannot say that Jesus performed miracles. Today I believe in miracles and I receive miracles so I am a child of God. That's not the valid statement. Miracles are not signs for believers. Now you will understand as we go down further the title of the sermon, what, what, it, what it really means. I believe in miracles. Shall we just get this slide? I believe in miracles. Not yet, I guess. I believe in miracles. Jesus still heals and Jesus still delivers. I was sharing this with Debbie on Friday evening. 15 years ago, I had a severe spondylitis. So severe that I could even, I had to lie down. I couldn't even get up. I had to lie down flat on the floor. I couldn't even just lift my head. And I had to continue to wear a neck collar or neck brace even while driving and a small jerk gives me so much of pain. But one day when we came to the United States, one day in Texas, when I was praying, suddenly I felt a gentle touch at my back. Praise God that never came back. That pain never came back. I believe in the healing power of Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus still heals. Miracles and healing are not just the unique realities of Christianity. Let's have a slide now. The uniqueness of Christ is not the miracles he performed or still performs. The uniqueness of Christ is the atonement that he made for our sins by paying the penalty of our sins and making us stand before God justified. Did you get that? Let's read that again. The uniqueness of Christ is not the miracles he performed or still performs. The uniqueness of Christ is the atonement that he made for our sins by paying the penalty of our sins and making us stand before God justified. For a Christian, salvation is more important. Justification is more important. Sanctification is more important than miracles. Justification and sanctification are the validation that someone is a child of God, not the miracles we receive. Listen to me continually. God performs miracles to increase our faith. When we came to know about Lord Jesus Christ, you came with or you would have come to the church or a prayer group with a prayer request and you prayed for that and God answered. But they know what they need to move forward. We need to move forward by maturing in our spiritual habit, by studying the word of God. You know, there were times that we were just drinking milk. You know, that's what Paul says. There were times that we, 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 were, we were drinking just milk. But now he's expecting us to eat solid food. He's expecting us to eat meat, not just milk. That's the word of God. The solid food is the word of God. The important question is, so why did Jesus perform miracles? When Jesus performed miracles, each miracle was characterized by 
eight different elements. We are just going to go through them quickly. There are eight different elements characterized the miracles, each miracle that Jesus performed. So we are basing our you know, focus on one miracle that Jesus performed. We read from Mark chapter 4, verses 35 to 41. Wind and wave obey Jesus. Mark chapter 4, verse 35. On the same day, when evening had come, he said to the disciples, let us cross over the, over the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was. And other little boats were also with him. Verse 37, and a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat, so that it was already filling. And verse 38, but he was in the stern, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Verse 39, then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. But he said to them, why are you so fearful? How is that you have no faith? Verse 41, and they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? There are eight elements we see in this miracle and in all the other miracles that Jesus performed in number one, the need, there is a need for a miracle. Jesus never did a miracle without a need. And then there is a purpose of a miracle. And Jesus did the miracle in the traditional setting. There is a Old Testament relevance to each miracle. And when the miracle was performed, there was a momentary response from the crowd. And there are always obviously lessons to learn and there is a relevance to the early church as well as there is a relevance to the modern church let's go through it quickly number one need every time when jesus performed a miracle we can identify a great need there the blind man he could not see the deaf could not hear. The mute could not speak. There was a shortage of wine in the wedding at Cana. There was a great windstorm in the sea that was so boisterous that there is a great need of performing a miracle. Disciples felt that they are all fighting in the battle and they cried out to God and this is what they said, do you not care that we are perishing? There's a cry from the heart of somebody for a miracle. Miracles do happen when there is a need. A cry from the bottom of our heart. When we are praying for someone, when we are praying together as a group, as a team, there is a cry rising from the bottom of our hearts. And God cannot keep quiet without listening our prayer. He answers our prayers. Remember that like the church gathered together and praying for Peter. So that Peter may be released from the prison. There is a need. And there is a miracle taking place. Number two. There is always a purpose. There was a purpose of Jesus performing each miracle. You know today miracles just won't happen just like that. You know, you may be asking for a miracle for a long time in, in the, with the Lord God. But you know, there, is a, there should be a purpose of Jesus performing that miracle. In this situation, Jesus wanted the disciples to learn how to live by faith. 
how to live by faith and he was demonstrating that telling them where is your faith where is your faith and Jesus also asked them why are you so fearful there is a purpose of God doing miracles in our lives you know many times God's desires God's purposes need to be fulfilled in our lives and whenever Jesus performed miracles we see the per- it's not just a physical healing but more than the physical healing the plan of God the purpose of God you know when you pray for your healing when you pray for your miracle do not deny the fact that God has a purpose of doing or not doing that in your life number three all the miracles happen in a traditional settings the Jews who knew the ancient scriptures they knew very well sees a place that is inhabited by the devil sees a place that is inhabited by the evil forces Bible talks about Leviathan a monster dwelling in the sea Job talks about it in Job chapter 41 verse 1 you know there are evil forces they dwell in the sea the Jewish the Jews they knew that very well because they knew their scripture and we know that in the book of Revelation John says I saw a great beast rising out from the sea having seven horns and ten sorry seven heads and ten horns we read that in Revelation chapter 13 traditionally they believed that sea is a place or sea is a habitation of demons sea is the habitation of demons and also according to the ancient text there is only one person who can power overpower or who can control take control over the stormy seas is God himself nobody else and they knew all these things so Jesus is performing that miracle in that very traditional setting so that they understood they understood what Jesus is trying to communicate so Jesus performed if you think about all the other miracles they all happened there is something related linked to the tradition at that time and number four let's we are just moving quickly further there is always a Old Testament relevance in the New Testament Jesus when he performed miracles there is always a Old Testament relevance of what the prophets already foretold <coughs> excuse me the deaf hearing the mute speaking and the blind is seeing they were all foretold by the prophets and now when Jesus is performing those miracles you know those things are coming into existence the psalmist described how God's people were in the boat will be in the boat where how storm arises and how they are going to cry out to God for help and how God is going to you know deliver them and you know how what kind of response they are going to show we read that from Psalm as the psalmist got, psalmist got the revelation prophetically let's read that from Psalm 107 we can do this you know mapping to the Old Testament for all the miracles that Jesus performed Psalm 107 verse 22 to 30 those who go down to the sea in ships who do business on great waters they see the work of the Lord and his wonders in the deep verse 25 Psalm 107 for he commands and rises the stormy wind which lifts up the waves of the sea they mount up to the heavens they go down again to the depths 
their soul melts because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wits end. Verse 28, then they cry out to the Lord in their trouble and he brings them out of their distress. He calms the storm so that its waves are still. Then they are glad because they are quiet. So he guides them to their desert heaven. You know, when the New Testament miracle that took place, whenever Jesus performed miracles, they can always be linked to the world. You know, you know what? It just doesn't happen just like that. You know, what I'm trying to tell this morning is, in your life, if you have been waiting for a miracle, it just doesn't happen. It's all linked to the Father in heaven. It's all linked to the Word of God. Nothing can happen outside the Word of God. You know, if you expect a miracle from God this morning, you need to know your Word of God. When you know the Word of God, you know, the truth is going to set you free this morning. Amen? Number five, whenever miracles took place, there were always momentary responses. When Jesus healed people or he performed miracles, there, was an, there were an immediate response came out of the people and also by you know, people who are involved as well as people who witnessed that miracle. They all just immediately responded to the miracles. Luke writes saying that they were all filled with fear. There were momentary responses from miracles we are talking about this morning miracles, sign for unbelievers. When Jesus healed the paralytic who was dropped in front of Jesus by opening the roof, if you remember, we read that in Luke chapter 5 verse 26, and they were all amazed when Jesus healed the paralyzed. They were all amazed and they glorified God and they were filled with fear, saying, we have seen strange things today. There was a great expression from the, from the people. Mark puts it this way, Mark chapter 2 verse 12, immediately he arose, took up the bed and went out in the presence of them all so that all were amazed and glorified God saying, we never saw anything like this. There were immediate response when Jesus healed, let's go, let's continue. When they caught a great number of fish after toiling all over the night, Peter saw this miracle and he realized something we read that in luke chapter 5 verse 8 when simon peter saw it he fell down at jesus knees saying depart from me for i am a sinful man O lord when jesus raised the son of the widow in nain verse says bible says in luke chapter 7 verse 16 then fear came upon all and they glorified god saying a great prophet has risen up among us and god has visited his people when Jesus healed the demon possessed called Legion, you know, there was a grace response from the crowd. We read that in Luke chapter 8 verse 37. Then the whole multitude of the surrounding region of the gatherings asked him to depart from them for they were seized with great fear. And he got into the boat and returned. As Jesus was raising the daughter of Jairus, the, 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 the ruler of the synagogue, Mark records and he says, Mark chapter 5 verse 42, immediately the girl arose and walked, for she was 12 years of age, and they were overcame with great amazement. You know, in every situation, listen to me carefully now, though they were filled with awe and at his mighty works, they were not convinced or they were not converted in their heart. 
want you to listen carefully. Miracles and physical proof do not install faith. God must open their hearts to the truth. Miracles, by seeing miracles and listening testimonies will give us momentary excitement. You know, the moment we realize that, you know, God saved somebody, God, you know, protect their life. You know, they were in coma. They were, they were you know, in, uh, they were attacked by the coronavirus and they were in that situation for 40 days and they came back alive. That gives us momentary ex- excitement and they were all praising God and we thank God and we praise God for those things. But miracles and outward signs, they will not convince our heart. They will not bring salvation to our heart. Listen to me. Only the word has the ability to to pierce our hearts. The miracles and the excitements will just stay outside in our body. But only the word of God has the ability to pierce our hearts. John chapter 7 verse 31 says, Many of the people believed Jesus and said, When the Christ comes, will he do more signs than this which is man which this man has done they all believed and you know what james says in chapter 2 james chapter 2 verse 19 james notes that even demons they believe and they tremble when we see a miracle we believe that he is son of god but the miracle that excitement doesn't have ability to to bring conviction in our hearts so that people will turn to God. Only God's word could do that. Miracles can bring physical changes, but only the word can bring change to the heart. Romans, you know, if miracles can bring salvation, people in Hindu temple would have got saved. If miracle can bring salvation, people who are in meditation, they would have received salvation. So miracles has miracles and testimonies. They have no ability to bring conviction or salvation to the heart. Romans chapter 10 verse 17 says, Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Remember Jesus said in Luke chapter 10 verse 20, Nevertheless, listen to this very carefully. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Miracles are nothing. Miracles doesn't help. Miracles don't help. We cannot take pleasure over miracles. We thank God because God listens to our prayer and he performed a miracle. But we need to move further. We cannot just sit there and relax and enjoy. We need to enjoy because our names are written in the book of life. Today, Christianity and the Christian ministers are taken, they have taken a wrong turn into something that God is not there in it. Number six, when Jesus performed miracles, there are lessons to learn. Each miracle had its own lesson. The lesson as Jesus was trying to teach to the recipients of the miracles, and also to the witness of the miracles and this particular miracle Jesus is teaching them where is your faith why are you so fearful when Jesus performed the miracle uh, of you know feeding 5,000 do you remember that when Jesus was feeding 5,000 Jesus was trying to tell them the truth that if you whatever you have a little and if you give it to God 
if you give that in the hands of God God is able to multiply there is a lesson when Jesus healed the blind Bartimaeus he was walking in the streets of Jericho and his cry stopped him and he took turn turned back and he asked people to bring blind Bartimaeus to him that teaches a lesson when we cry to God that cannot you know, keep him quiet that, that will not allow him to keep quiet from his busyness God will turn to us when we cry you know all the miracles has lesson built in it we know that number seven miracles are relevant to the early church each miracle that Jesus performed helped them to get into their deeper spiritual walk with the Lord God even in the early beginning of the early century they all had deeper spiritual meaning than just bringing us physically healing remember the early church was going through persecution the moment Jesus left from the face of this earth they were going through persecution by the Romans they remembered the experience of being with Jesus in the stormy sea they remember Jesus who was with them he brought great calmness in the stormy sea they remembered as they were persecuted as they remember their Savior as they were remembering those instances those moments of being with Jesus and experiencing those miracles that brought great strength within them so that they could withstand further persecution until death miracles are relevant to early church as they remember the Savior they received great strength even to withstand the hardship that brought that was brought in their lives at this situation the early church they were not expecting physical healing not at all they don't even expect any miracles at that moment all that they were in need was strength to withstand the persecution the miracle took place, took place at the sea in the midst of the great storm that was of great comfort as the lives of the early church believers were taken down one by one as the lives were falling on the face of this earth one by one they realized the saving hands of their Lord God and they realized the powerful nature of Lord Jesus to bring the stormy sea into a still sea and each one cried out to God and they said stand by me Lord stand by me and I believe the hymn writer when he wrote this hymn stand by me this is what he probably he meant if you can read that together when the storms of life are raging stand by me when the storms of life are raging stand by me when the world is tossing me like a ship upon the sea Lord who rules the wind and water stand by me number eight there is a great relevance to the modern church when miracles took place when Jesus performed miracles they are having a greater link and connection with the modern church you know as it has passed down to centuries after centuries the miracles of Jesus stilling a stormy sea has become a familiar metaphor it has become a familiar story to comfort people those who are going through anxiety and those who are afflicted 
Many of the miracles, I want you to understand, many of the miracles that Jesus performed have become Sunday school stories today in the modern church. Nothing more than that. They are all just Sunday school stories the children learn. Where are those actual miracles today? Jesus is the same yesterday and today and forever. <coughs> Excuse me. Then the way, why there are no such supernatural, I'm not saying there's no supernatural miracles, but we don't see those miracles, the extent that we have seen during those three and a half years. Where are those miracles? Jesus healed all kind of sicknesses. All people who came to Jesus. Why after you've been praying for many years, why your sickness is still not going? Even people challenge Christianity saying that well, is your God able to heal diabetes? Can he heal arthritis? We see there are so many challenges upon the believers of Lord God. Why all diseases don't get healed today? Why everyone doesn't get healed today? I mean it's, a, it's the same question even I have. But remember, miracles were happening throughout the Bible, in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. But miracles were not happening all the time as it happened during the time of Moses. Remember? Miracles were not, not happening all the time as it happened during the time of Elijah. As it happened during the time of Elijah and even a couple of other prophets. Then obviously supernatural miracles took place at the time of Jesus. Then followed by during the time of apostles. Then the gifts of performing miracles are handed over to the church. The Bible says, Paul says, and Jesus said, If you believe, you can do greater than what I did. Today we see miracles getting reported here and there. We cannot deny that miracles are getting reported here and there. Probably if you collect all those miracles today, there are more miracles happening today. There are more miracles happening today. But we see a great difference in the miracles that took place at the time of Jesus. I cannot hide that. I cannot hide that. I need to admit to that. I need to agree to that. In the New Testament, do we have that in the screen? In the New Testament, miracles are the sign of unbelievers. For them to see miracles and believe in Christ. In the New Testament, miracles are the sign of unbelievers. For them to see the miracles and get excited and believe in Jesus Christ. But faith is a sign of believers. We are called to live by faith, not by sight, not by seeing miracles. Does it make sense? In the New Testament, miracles are signs for unbelievers, for them to see those miracles and believe. You know, we all have miracles. The people, especially those who have come from other religion, following Christ today, they have a miracle. God did a miracle at some point of time in their lives. Sign for unbelievers. But faith is a sign for believers. We are called to live by faith and to walk by faith, but not by sight. 
not by seeing miracles. You know, walking by faith is like walking in fire. Listen to me for a few more minutes. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That's what is walking by faith. They said our God is able to deliver us. Even if he does not deliver, we will not worship the golden image. There is a huge difference. When non-Christian comes to you, he will say, if your God is able to heal me from this disease, I will believe. But you as a child of God, you will say, because you walk by faith and you will say, I know my God is able, but even if he is not healing me, even if he is not delivering me, even if he is not giving me what I want, I will not turn away from you. That makes a huge difference. That's why, we, that's why more miracles are happening in the mission field. Then in your life, the days have gone. When you got into the thrills of seeing those miracles, you cannot keep drinking milk. You cannot keep drinking milk. But it is a time that you need to start walking by faith. It is a time to eat solid food. And another way to understand this before we close, what is happening today concerning miracles. When Jesus came on the face of this earth, the kingdom of heaven came down and the kingdom of heaven was there and the king was there in the kingdom. The result was miracles everywhere. Miracles everywhere. But his kingdom, when he was there, the kingdom was visible because they saw Jesus. But when he was asked, where is the kingdom? He said, the kingdom is not visible. The kingdom is inside of you. So miracles are happening today inside of us because that's where the kingdom of heaven is. Turning the rocky heart into a, into a soft and fleshy heart. Conversion of lies. Miracles are happening inside of us. And one day the king is going to come back to this world. And when he is going to establish his kingdom, there will be supernatural abundance in his kingdom. Isaiah talks about it in Isaiah chapter 33 verse 24. And the inhabitants of Zion will say, will not say, I am sick. The absolute perfect time for absolute miracles, the abundance of miracles, because the kingdom will become a visible kingdom and the king is going to be there forever. Now today, your question may be, I've been praying for a miracle. I've been praying for a supernatural breakthrough. What can I do? My answer to you is, Jesus still performs miracles. He not only he performs miracles for unbelievers, he performs miracles for believers too. And sometimes he performs more miracles for believers. But miracles are not a sign for unbelievers. Miracles are a sign for unbelievers. We cannot walk by seeing miracles, but we can walk by seeing faith. By, by, by faith, we can walk only by faith. He wants us to walk by faith. The world that we are living in today is not capable of giving us good thing every time. And we will get disappointed if you walk by seeing things, if you walk by seeing miracles. Easily we may get disappointed, but God is encouraging you. 
you start walking by faith then you will survive through the troubles that are on our way then when we come out of this world we will come into the eternity we will be very well equipped to go to eternity because we already are walking by faith shall we all just stand for a moment this morning